Why would I? You blocked me out of the ones that I wanted to be on. Just the one. <laughs> one that covers four movies. <laughs> Time. That's new. For <laughs> your big fat ass. <laughs> so are you delicate? <laughs> no, it's because I forgot this pillow was over here, so I grabbed the pillow for over there when I was working at home the other day and just never put it back. <laughs> the cats are probably pissed at me. Are we doing this at some point? <laughs> we will. Hell, I got my copy of Hel Hel Hilarious, by the way. I appreciate the yeah, special features. I know. It's, it's just a very special film. Well, it's, That's what the feature is, is called. This is particularly special to us, to me in particular, because uh, this is why we're invited to Nightmares. Oh, okay. <laughs> because Born Again is on this. Oh, okay. And you remember the Event Horizon episode. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. By the way... When we get to nightmares, there's a pin that I want so bad. Hmm. Did you see the the two pins that they have? Oh, yeah, exclusive? Yeah, yeah. I want the little girl with the little boy in a chain or with the I collar know. on the neck. That is the cutest thing <laughs> on the face of this planet. Stephanie, RC, you know Hello. Jeremy, RC. Yeah, uh, Stephanie, this is Jeremy, Jeremy. Very Hi, nice to meet nice you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. The only person in your entire room that I've not been naked with. Awesome. <laughs> But if you need to change that, you well, can. People are going to hear you. You need to lean in a little bit. Okay, yeah. fine. I mean, I don't, I've never done this before. Not, with, okay. not with the big girl uh, microphone. The big girl microphones? <laughs> ah! Oh, my God. Are we or I could just get louder. You, you could. But, but then it would to. echo. and That's yeah. a bitch to edit out. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, Calm-centered breathing. I don't think I've ever seen you calm. Yeah, no, that, that, centered. Yeah, but every once in a while he I does that, it. and it's like, what is happening right now? He doesn't. He tries. He, I do. He lies. I have to try. He lies. Well, well like the, the other day when you said in with anger, out with love, I'm like, you're, you're bringing the anger into yourself and sending the love out. Okay. Like, and that's how he replaced his whole being with nothing but anger. Wouldn't be the first time. Well, <laughs> I've known Bob a long, long time. Wouldn't be the first and, time. and don't get me wrong, I have no room to judge you because Lord knows. <laughs> I can't just get it good and raise blades. I'm your host, Bob, and oh, uh, fucking slugs. Anyway, here's my co-host, Stephanie RC. Please introduce yourselves. Hi, everyone. I'm RC, and I wish I had a... a, a choreographed slug army <laughs> <laughs> and i'm stephanie and i just want you to throw me That's all. <laughs> and we have a guest host this week my friend jeremy hi i'm jeremy 
Oh, yeah, that's right. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so he doesn't know he's supposed to come up with something pithy and witty. Which you is think you... that a, ho- a good host would let you know that in advance. Ooh, the savagery has is. already begun. Oh no, this is old savagery. <laughs> it is old savagery. This is this is it's old this savagery. Is lack of an invite for the Fright Night episode. This is maleficent no, savagery. I heard. I heard <laughs> that. I heard that the, the we the, all heard it. Yeah. The, I heard. <laughs> What you may not have seen, may not have seen, is that that continued on Facebook across multiple different posts. Yes, I was unaware of that. It's a delight to the senses. <laughs> Much like me. Oh, God. This is going to require some editing. Yeah. <laughs> you think? You think? Oh, and just for the sake of this this episode, I just want everyone to know that although you cannot see me, I am wearing a light-up headband. And it, it says, says... creepy. Yes, in bright green, in radioactive green, so... It's delicious. You're, if you you're have welcome. one that says creepy, I would love it. <laughs> I do not. Creepy. <laughs> these... I bought Leon a t-shirt that says spoopy. Yay. Oh, I love Spoopy. Oh, Spoopy. Uh, so we are talking Night of the Creeps this week. And Jeremy, Lord. since this is... He, he has been on my ass about this since podcast began. Along with, apparently, Fright Night 2 and a list of four other movies that I cannot well, recall. Not Fright Night 2. All Fright four Night. of the Fright Any Night of the Fright Night. Yeah. <laughs> all four of them. Okay, they're, so they're all, all four of them are on the list. Okay, so that's five out of six. What was the last one? The stuff. Oh, the stuff. Mm. Oh, oh, that one I was yeah, on. You right. Were. <laughs> so that's two you fucked up. Oh, <laughs> shit. And you know what I would have loved? To have not had to watch that movie. Oh, like you, I you love could that have, movie. You oh, could have taken so it. Oh, God awful. You can make your points, though, by Happy Death Day. I can't. We have not done Happy Death Day yet. Or I mean, Happy should, Death Day to you. Or both of them. Or both be of them. Delightful. We could do that. I mean, we could do a double feature. We haven't done a good double feature in forever. Those are fantastic. Also, we have to talk about Hell House because we have it's apparently wildly differing opinions on some things. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that we do. It's it's a divisive movie. Because two trilogy of movies. Two is my least favorite. Of the really? Three. Yeah. Oh man, what was? I, was I've three not your seen favorite? either of these movies. There's three of them. What? Was three your favorite? Then? No, one. One was your favorite? I yeah. thought you didn't like one. No, I didn't. I didn't like. Work. Yeah, that was the that was the conversation. Is that yeah. I watched the second one first, and that's why I didn't like it because I had none of okay, the backstory. Okay, I'm tracking what you said now. Okay, yeah. I thought you said that you watched two the other night, and I you d- thought it was one. That happened a long time ago, Got but it. I did watch two the other night, and then Got knowing it. that it was two, and then I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of things Got that happened. Got it. Okay. Okay. Why would you start with the second one? Because I thought it was the first one. If only you had a tiny computer in your hand to look shit <laughs> up. Or a big computer at a different chair. Jeremy is here to be our Don Rickles for the week. Oh, <laughs> I'm full on anger. I nearly bought an anger cape this weekend. <laughs> oh, man. Anger cape. Oh, my God. A cape with a little anger on the back. If it, if it helps, I have inadvertently made the tagline 80% sass and 20% gay. I was about to say. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was like, your, your title might be challenged this week, RC. Oh. No, it's an ongoing oh, thing no. between me and it's Jeremy. It's 99% okay. sass. Yeah. And, and about 215% gay. gay. <laughs> 
Because he doesn't they can believe see in my math. game from space. <laughs> and I'm good with that. I'm totally good. Oh, man. So, um, explain to the audience why you love this movie so much. Because it's so god-awful. I don't... Okay, so I don't like horror movies, which... You're sitting there going, then why the fuck are you on a horror podcast? I have, I have in fact asked that question. Um, I don't like horror movies. I like comedic horror. Yeah. So, Fright Night, Night of the Creeps, the stuff. The just the, the stupider they are, the better. Saturday the 14th. <laughs> I love Saturday. I love have you seen that? Obviously not. Oh, you know, would love it. It's Richard Benjamin, nineteen like early 1980s. Like, I think 1980. Was yeah, the one that was made. it's uh, just lampoons friggin' everything. <laughs> yeah, it's so Insane. great. So my friend Zach turned me onto this in two onto Night of the Creeps in two thousand five. Um, mm-hmm. he's like, I, you've got to watch this movie. You will. It, it's it's the most terrible thing in the on the entire world. And I'm like, <laughs> bring it. So we sat down, and I was. I mean. For me, the first time I watched Night of the Creeps was like the first time everybody watches Iron Sky. Uh, you're like what in god's name are they on <laughs> yeah so i watched it in 2005 and then did not watch it again until last night <laughs> oh, good Lord. right so it's been 14 years since i've seen this 35 year old movie damn oh, good <laughs> right and the second watching was so much better <laughs> so much better because i had the tiny computer and i was able to look shit up the entire time yes because the names are all movie directors. Right. I did not realize that. The characters are all movie directors. Uh, because well, I don't watch horror movies. Yeah, if you don't know horror right. movies, right. then you don't know. True. Then you don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, it, but once I once I found that out, I was looking at him like, oh, yeah, I recognize, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's, yep. J.C. J. C. Hooper. James <laughs> Carpenter Hooper. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sergeant Raimi. Yep. <laughs> yep. Young Scientist is not a... Uh, no, uh, that is not. That is not a, that <laughs> that is a director. director's name. But that actor is in a thousand different bit parts. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, that's awesome for me. I love seeing that. Okay. So so you know that we do title, year, directed by, written by, cast, and a sen- occasionally uh, budget, if you can find it. I, and I, if it's funny. And if it's funny. Yeah. Um, oh, Sometimes it's, it's just terrible. sad. Yeah. No, no, yeah, like, if the budget's funny. Like last <laughs> week, like um, four million budget made two hundred grand in the box oh, office. Oh my god. And it's an amazing movie that we watched last week. You'd hate it, but probably. it's an amazing movie. Probably. Yeah. Um God, I'm so excited for Clownado. <laughs> Clownado? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Not... He's like gritting his teeth over here, <laughs> like ah! I'm not yeah! saying I'm not saying it's yeah! Testosterone in this table, I can't. Okay. Okay. So, Night of the Creeps, obviously, 1986. Oh, okay. So, I was 13. It's a little younger than I thought it was. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, the 12 year old in the room. I was not yet born. He didn't say anything. (laughs) Exactly. But I could hear it going through his head. He rarely has to say anything, especially now that everyone knows the year of his birth. (laughs) Because it comes up a lot, because we watch a lot of old movies. We do. do. I I mean, we could pick some movies where none of us had been born yet, so. Make you watch Squirm. I still want to do Eyes Without Face. Audrey Rose. Mm -hmm. There you go. Rosemary's Baby. 
Well, I've seen that one at least. Yeah. And, and it gets longer and longer every time. It does. It's like, I know what happens. How come this doesn't move faster? <laughs> Continue, Jeremy. Um, what else? Uh, we got Year, directed by... Uh, written and directed by Fred Decker. Ooh. Starring Tom Atkins, uh, Jason Lively, Steve Marshall, and Jill Whitlow. None of whom have done anything. <laughs> well, Tom, no, Tom Atkins, Atkins was in Creepshow. Halloween 3. And, yeah, yeah, Halloween 3. Which is garbage. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Garbage. <laughs> I, I love Halloween 3. Well, He objectively is... loves garbage, though. That is uh, true. Well, He's okay. our little trash panda. Garbage. <laughs> Just because you want that, that would be awesome. Garbage. I will try. Just because you hate Bigfoot movies. <laughs> and and because movies. I find them hilarious. <laughs> the fact that I even know he was in Halloween 3 is terrifying to me. Why? Because okay. we were talking about it last night. Well, there's that, but no. Um... I shouldn't know that. You should. I, 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 it's bad enough that I know that it's garbage. <laughs> That's because everyone knows it's garbage. That is not true. It is a, it is a wildly divisive movie. There, there are like the exact same number of people on the internet who think it is yeah. the second worst film behind Troll 2. And then there's the rest of the people who think it's the second coming. Oh, yeah. No, those it's people are split so straight wrong. down the middle. So I don't think wrong. it's that good, but I do Why? enjoy it. Because who doesn't want electronic mass controlling children to mass murder? Come on. That was the entire plot of Halloween Town 2 Calabar's <laughs> Revenge. You lost me entirely. Oh I don't even know what you're saying right now. <laughs> I'm not wrong. You're also not right in a lot of ways. <laughs> in the kind of ways that require therapy. <laughs> Have you ever been to the town in Oregon that... No. Shot <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not finishing Again the question. With the teeth grinding. I, well, no, they, I was. They recreate Halloween Town every year. I was in. in I, to be in this place. I was in Portland the week after it closed last year. Oh, oh, That's why I'm angry. <laughs> well, that just shows you've got poor planning skills. I was going for my friend's birthday. I didn't plan any of it. <laughs> you could have gone off the week before and stayed. How much money do you think I make exactly? More than me. <laughs> Enough to stay in Portland for a week, <laughs> waiting for friends to show up. It, yeah, I have friends in Portland, so that's why you stay with the friend a, that lives there. There's a high there. homeless rate. There's there sure is. Like on, the, on the street, just carry your luggage around a different shelter every night. They'll never know. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> Go find a waterfall and sleep next to it. That'd be nice and relaxing. Yeah, it would be. We don't believe in displacing actual homeless people. We don't believe in displacing homeless people. I'm talking about displacing RC for a week so he can go to Halloween Town. True. That's what I'm talking about. I've done dumber things. I dated a Republican. (laughs) I did too. But, you know, I also tend to get tattoos on a whim, so. I doubt your commitment to Halloween Town. Oh. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) I mean, so here's the thing. You called your shit out, man. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Stephanie. You you take his insults like that seriously, and I just don't anymore. <laughs> that part of you has died inside. First, let's talk about that's a movie Dragula. we could do. Oh, Dragula! <laughs> We're gonna have our Dragula segment, kids. Came out. Yeah, same. This is the non sequitur episode to end all non sequitur episodes. <laughs> Hi, welcome to this. I'm I know. Jeremy. Yeah. 
No. I'm your walking non Are you caught up entirely? Caught up. Okay. Oh. Oh, I'm so sad was high. that that one got eliminated. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I got very social justice warrior, too. Right? Oh, no. Oh. Woman. Oh, because. Woman, you done fucked up. Well, okay. So. Is the episode now? Is that what's happening? Let's just, ha- <laughs> let's just, let's just be real for a moment. She had yes, frozen tampons in a freezer. She did. And failed to use them in the one outfit she made out of tampons. Do you want to know why? Why? Because they wouldn't let her. (gasps) Standards and practices said no. Oh, no! Because, oh, gallons of violent blood is fine. But a woman's blood is a whole different matter. We can't have her wearing it. But it's also... uh, Yeah, I mean, the cow's blood was probably gotten from a butcher, so they know... But exactly. it wasn't an actual That's health and bullshit. safety risk. It's 100% bullshit. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. That, yeah. that is bullshit. I mean, if they've been frozen for how, God knows how long, then everything in there is dead. She it, can wear whatever the hell she wants. She'll do whatever. I don't know what she was going to do with them. Exactly. She she was planning on using them for this. Because oh, they get go. like yeah. a structure, right. you know, before they go. Yeah. And she so she took them and then... The, like, right. people, the higher-ups of the Boulay brothers, like, right. the, you know, the, the normal people the, were like, yeah. oh, you can't do that. And I'm like, um, you just had two contestants eating and drinking actual blood, like, three episodes ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not down with this. Hard no. I love this show. What, okay, so, we were talking about it with Sam when he was here. Um... Are we looking at porn? Is that what's going to happen? No. It's no. cute animals. Oh, cute yeah. animals. Anyway. Um, cute animals are fun. Yeah, because I liked your line. Oh, I liked oh, the yaklings, yaklings yes. because yaklings. I was going to go say the exact same thing. Yeah, yaklings. <laughs> they were this big. But what, what kills me about Dragula mm-hmm. is that on the RuPaul side, you've got bitchy catty entertaining. Mm-hmm. On this side, you've got spoopy and entirely supportive of one another. Mm-hmm. Even if they hate one another, they're still pretty fucking supportive. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. Huh. Anyway, we have a movie to talk about. <laughs> we not do. one episode of either of those shows have I ever seen. Oh my god! Not one episode. Me uh, either. Oh man. Oh, you yeah. would love Dragula. You actually. would. Actually, you probably would too for the artistry no. of it. It's a it's, it's a performing art. Yeah. It, it's you know, performance like, art. It's it's definitely on the horror and grunge. yeah. So drag has changed a great deal in the twenty years since I stopped. Um, mm. It is all about shock value. It is all Howard Sternish. And um, Nina West is probably the least of that in the entire world at this point. She is a precious angel that should she, be protected at all costs. She walked, <laughs> she walked the purple carpet at the Emmy. She sure did. Things. And she looked stunning. She did. And Absolutely. she met my wife. She met, she met Kate McKinnon <gasps> and took a picture with her. Oh, Kate McKinnon. <sighs> oh. I have a friend who won an Emmy last year. Hair for feud. This is my friend Wendy. She's Jeez. awesome. So, anyway, huh, we've reached NPR portion of it. <laughs> we have. Uh, Bob's coming down. Just, just, <laughs> just one more non sequitur, and then I'll go. Okay. R.I.P. Sid Haig. Oh, we love yes. you very much. I still did not have a chance to see High on the Hog. We need to look for that. Is, I think, is it on Amazon? Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. But uh, no, Tony Wash directed that mm-hmm. so we need to we need to be on that one 
but yes. All right. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Haig. Um, Does TriStar Pictures even exist anymore? No. Yeah. I, do I not believe they so. were absorbed by Disney. Really? Yeah. Because that's who distributed Night of the Creeps. Right. <laughs> right. You can rent it. Oh, okay. Mm. But, uh, yeah. I'm surprised that it made as much money as it did. Nearly $600,000. <laughs> oh my god. Box office. Right. Well, the good news is, the budget had to have been less than that. Oh, sweet Jesus, yes. <laughs> it does not... It does not say anywhere in the vast. And yet, claymation is so expensive. What you don't think that those those fabric testicle aliens at the beginning of the movie were high cost? (laughs) (laughs) The the look, (laughs) she's face trying to answer that. That is my favorite moment in the movie. What with the weird little ball? The the testicle aliens aliens looking like ball sacks, just running around. (laughs) Looking like bipedal scrotums. Jesus fucking Christ, man. With their weird little mushroom heads. Yep. They were penises. They were giant penises. Heavy on the nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a Sunday. Meaty clackers. <laughs> the estimated budget... Accor- Jesus. The estimated budget, according to IMDb... Was five million. Oh shit! You can go to hell and die. That is an absolute lie. What? Are you kidding? Gross. Like, I'm not, I'm not five hundred ninety-one thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, how the fuck? That where is, was it? Where was how, it? The soundtrack. The cocaine <laughs> budget. What? It all went into that mustache. <laughs> That one fucking mustache. <laughs> yes. Tom Atkins. Oh, man. Tom Atkins had to have been sniffing cocaine off of the butts of his co-workers. Ah, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Jesus. So, <clears throat> I basically MST3K'd this last night when I watched it with friends. Of course. You have That's to. what you do. I mean, That's why so, it exists. So, when... <sighs> I believe this is an actual episode of MST3K. I think so. Is I it really? It. I wouldn't I be surprised. So, yes. I, um, I think it was the I, original I really run, wouldn't. not the new one. Right. But, no. Right. Yeah. Like if it's not on MST3K, it's it might be on Rift Tracks. Yeah. With, yeah. On uh, Amazon. So at one point, um, three quarters of the way through, when they go tearing back into the sorority house, and Tom Atkins says, "Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out!" And everybody, all the uh, for the because they're going to that dance. Right. All the all the sorority girls go tearing out in their little in their in their their so nineteen eighties prom dresses, <laughs> and I looked at the screen. Everybody's dead silent. I go, Texas has a whorehouse in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, now we have to watch that. Mercy on our souls. Because it looked oh like God. it looked like the dance scene from Best Little Whorehouse in Texas yeah. right at that moment. Yeah, <laughs> accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God. Okay. There 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 was exactly three minutes of great movie in that movie. Yeah. It was the 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 goodbye recording from from JC. Right. Mm. Yeah. Because it was creepy as shit. Yeah. Also, it does not appear to have been an episode of MST3K. Oh my god. According to Wikipedia. That's crazy. Somebody called Night of the Blood Beast was. Which is what I found. (laughs) Night of the Blood Beast. Uh Uh-huh. 
Because I oh, searched wait. for Night of. Maybe they did Night of the Comet. Nope. There was <gasps> one. There was movie. one Night of. Love Night of the Comet. Night of the not- Comet is essentially this movie, only without the humor. Yeah. Well, Night, Night of the Comet and girls just want to have fun. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing examples of 1980s schlock cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so if you've got those on your list, put my name on. <laughs> Thrill me. Read the plot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> of, of of this? Yes, of this. There's a lot of it. Yeah, that's fine. We will break it down into chunks. I will tell you when to stop. I'm really upset that we didn't break out into Rocky Horror, but we're just going to move on. <laughs> in 1959, on board a spacecraft, two alien ra- two aliens raced to keep an experiment from being released by a third member of the crew, this- which was fucked up. <laughs> keep going. We'll talk about it. It's fine. The seemingly possessed third alien shoots the canister into space where it crashes to Earth. I have so many thoughts on this. <laughs> Nearby, a college man takes his date to a parking spot where they see a falling star and investigate. It lands in the path of an escaped, criminally insane mental patient. As his date is attacked by the axe-wielding maniac, the boy finds the canister from which a small slug-like thing jumps out and into his mouth. Okay. All right, so... So at the end of the first scene of Deep Throat... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, first we're, we're dealing with, like, giant bipedal penises. Yeah, yeah those, I, I said those fuckers were naked. Yeah, you there was so there's I mean, one. Okay, so a why b the, why at the beginning <laughs> of the movie already genitals they're when, walking when genitals. there's these giant walking genitals running around. <laughs> there's one scene that I saw and I wasn't sure that I saw it, so I had to go back and watch it again. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I'll wait because <laughs> you don't want to be drinking. <laughs> So, there's one scene when they're running down the hall. You don't talk zooms in, And it zooms in on their ass. And for whatever reason, its cheeks spread. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, I just kind of paused it and went, why do I do this? Why am I here? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Yes, in case you didn't get this, this is all Jeremy. All Jeremy. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, in accordance with the prophet, and I'm right? like, yes, <laughs> as I'm it like, was written. I'm like, so after finding, out, suits. <laughs> after finding out that they very specifically do not have buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> because of course. Keep going. Of course. I'm just going to do this anyway. Keep going. He, he is. It's true. Yeah, so. you're not telling. <laughs> he's still he's. So, so you said you had thoughts uh-huh. on the beginning. <laughs> so I don't have a degree in any kind of science, <laughs> but if something comes flying out of the sky on fire that big, that fast, it's not going to leave an eight-inch trench. <laughs> right. That's twenty-two feet long. Right. It's, it's not. No. It's going to leave a crater. Tanganyika kids. Yes. Fucking disaster. Right. Like fucking dinosaur mm-hmm. ending. It's going to be <laughs> Mjolnir hitting the ground. Yeah. Yeah. No. But no, there's an eight inch trench, 22 feet long. For those of us who are not Marvel and or uh, Marvel fans and or Wiccans, Mjolnir is Thor's hammer. Anyway. 
Which we saw hit at the end of Iron Man 2. Uh, yes. Ta- no, I didn't. <laughs> Damn it, Artsy! <laughs> Get out. <laughs> the fuck out right now, you little 12-year-old. Did your mom say it was not okay to go to the movies that night? <laughs> First of all, bold assumption that I speak to my mother. I'm sorry. Did your daddy say that? <laughs> Better. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Ah. I'm sweating. Yeah, you weren't we expecting are, this much fun. We're 25 minutes in. We just started talking about the actual movie. Right. Uh, so much editing. So much. <laughs> I thought that the, 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 the criminally insane thing right. was a little... Unnecessary. It 100% was. It was like, let's see if this sticks. And spoiler alert, it doesn't. And I already have a funny joke (laughs) that I thought of when I was watching this yesterday for when it comes up later in the movie. Because he does make a return. He does. does. In the dumbest way. Twice he makes a return. Um, But that's what this movie is. This movie is legitimately, let's take every trope from well, every bad B horror movie that has existed up until 1986. What is this, a police investigation or a bad B movie? And just stir it with a big fat spoon and then just hurl it at the wall. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, what that, that's what this says. This says the film is an earnest attempt just, at a B movie and an homage to the genre. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. But this just reminds me. He who stirs the pot licks the spoon, bitch. What the fuck? Why are we paying for your mistake? <laughs> Who are you talking to right now? The, the director. Okay. Over <laughs> there. Like, What's up, I realize Bob? you're the only person who can see those things right now. I am not that high. I have been higher on this show. We have evidence of that. Uh, yes, I edited it today. I, think I love... I love that in, in the synopsis it says Night of the Creeps did not perform well at the box office, but it developed a cult following. Well, no fucking shit. Because <laughs> that's what it was made to do. It was not Jesus. made to make money. Somebody no, is still getting not. tiny, tiny royalties. Five million dollars. And oh it made six hundred thousand. Oh, I hope they I hope they got wow. Uh, wow, they didn't even get no, there's no percentage there. No. I <laughs> would not be shocked. There there's a bar in LA called Residuals, <laughs> and you can go um, you can go pin your residual checks to the wall, hmm. and so it's like wallpapered with checks for like two cents. Whoa! You know, yeah. the, you know so you go go ahead and staple it to the wall. I would not be shocked if there, <laughs> like, a good percentage of this wall is uh, it's not of the, the creeps, creeps residuals. residuals. <laughs> that would be fun to find out. I would go to that bar just to scan that for like a day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I put this one from Meryl Streep on here. Oh man! Oh, oh just, this is just your regular reminder that Meryl Streep needs an Oscar for waking up in the morning. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> Twenty-seven years later, in 1986, Chris Romero pines over a love lost, supported by his disabled friend JC. During Pledge Week at Corman University, Chris spots a girl, Cynthia Cronenberg. <laughs> as soon as I heard her name, I went, "Oh." <laughs> Uh, so did Jen. She's like, Cronenberg? Really? Yeah. It's the Hamptons Cronenberg. <laughs> it was. And falls instantly in love. Because who wouldn't? <laughs> She's so perky. To get her attention, he decides to join a fraternity. Cynthia's boyfriend, 
who heads the Beta Epsilon fraternity, tasks them with stealing a cadaver from the University Medical Center and depositing it on the steps of a rival fraternity house. Chris and JC find a frozen corpse in a secret room, but when it grabs them, they flee. The thawed corpse then kills a medical student working at the lab. The thawed corpse had a nice dick on it. I did not see. Because it wasn't in it. All you saw was briefs. Those briefs were wet. (laughs) Okay. There was definite outline. (laughs) Anyway. I mean, if you like JCPenney mannequins. (laughs) Ken dolls. Oh, shit. But I'm... I scoured the internet last night while I was watching this to see if the kid that played JC actually was disabled. And it never says anywhere. Hmm. Yeah. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page. I would doubt it it then. Yeah. Then, I mean, why do that? I mean, Greg, you know, you know, um, it was because of the chase scene later. Yeah. In the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, because he had to have a reason to fall. He had to have a reason to fall and then a reason to walk without his crutches. He didn't walk without his crutches. Mm, we'll talk about it. <laughs> oh, boiler room. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we've we already hit Corman, Romero, J.C., Cooper, yeah. Yeah. and Cronenberg. I don't know if y'all have noticed a, a theme yes. with the names in this movie. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't until Cronenberg that I got mm-hmm. the theme. Like, it just didn't hit me, and then I went, wait a minute. When I saw the Corman <laughs> University <laughs> sign, uh, I was well, like, okay. Well, and, and they're also specifically introducing these people with their last names. Yeah, the full yeah. names. <laughs> <laughs> Normally it's just, hey, Kenny, how are you? And then Chad, the, dumb, the dumbass fraternity villain. Chad. Steve. He does call He's him a Chad. Chad. He's, he yeah. calls him Chad. He does call him Chad. He does call him Chad. <laughs> he has, There's always a fucking he has Chad. One fucking eyebrow. Oh right? my god. <laughs> one eyebrow. One really dark eyebrow. It was, had a really light blonde ooh, hair. Because they all had really light they blonde did. hair. Because they're California kids. The boyfriend. <laughs> since his boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Jesus, that look does not look good on him. But no. time has been nice to that man. I have not seen him since this. Oh. His IMDb pictures are lovely. Well, let's pull that up while you continue talking. Right. Detective Ray Cameron, a haunted cop, is called into the cryogenics lab break-in where he discovers one of the bodies, the boy who discovered the alien equipment in 1959, is now missing, set free by Chris and JC. The corpse makes its way back to the sorority house where he picked up his date 27 years ago. There, his head splits open and releases more of the slugs. Called to the scene, Detective Cameron finds the body interpreting the condition of the head as the result of an axe wound to the face. Okay, I would like to talk about my second favorite scene. After the the, uh, bald aliens. My favorite scene is Tom Atkins in all of his glory. In a full white suit, sitting on the beach with no chair. Surrounded solely by a bevy of bikini ladies. a A coconut drink. Um, <laughs> just, God, Bob's dying. I know Bob is dying. He wants to say keep something. Going, keep going, keep going. Okay. Keep going. But I, it just um, the delivery of 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 that scene from Tom Atkins just gives me a lot of joy. Was that his dream sequence? Yes, the dream oh. sequence. <laughs> just so deadpan, and I'm thinking, this is your dream: right. being on a beach in a full suit, sitting in the sand. Right. <laughs> Like, shouldn't your dream be, oh, I don't know, butt naked with these chicks? No. Nope. Um, well, no, because you have the one. 
He had the one or dream up a chair. Or dream up a chair. That's all I'm asking. And a towel, because that dress is going to come off. It's wet. Sand goes places. The ex girlfriend, because he's the cop from the beginning. Peggy, that whore, who left him because a cop doesn't have a future. (laughs) She's just sitting there shitting on him. And like, I'm not here to go, yay, cops number one. But that was rude. Uh, no, there's good and there's bad yeah. everywhere, but like, goddamn, going one way with that is just like, right. there's no future. There's a massive future. That's why a huge <laughs> chunk of people are cops. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesus fuck. No, Brad, not Steve, which is just about as bad as Chad. No, no, no. Brad is the boyfriend's name. Steve was the monobrow. Oh, I thought we were talking about Brad Wait, being monobrow. You got a call in the house. Oh, okay. All right. So, Brad, by the way, was played by fucking Alan Kaiser, who played Bubba Higgins on Mama's Family. Yes. Yes. <laughs> For like six years, he was he was the the, he was the, the grandson, dumbass grandson. But I mean, he's got a range. He do, yeah, he does. Time's been good to that man. Yeah, and he's yeah, he's not that bad looking. He's not. I mean, Dad. Yeah, Dad, well, Ginger Daddy. He's oh, right. okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, I know. I told That's you so who it was. <laughs> He's adorable. Yeah. Also, one of the one of the one of the tiny little tinglings that Bob may have been gay. <laughs> uh huh. overalls. Yeah. On a guy named Bubba. Huh. A little bit. Who could have guessed? <laughs> I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the next day, the fraternity broke. Oh wait! Before we go on to that part. Did you notice that the coroner was sitting there beside the body eating a sandwich? Yes. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Because, yes. That's how that always happens. It's a common thing. It is. I don't know about in reality, but in movies. In movies, they love to make the coroner so degaff about dead bodies. Right. They love to make them so weird. They, so. That's not far from the it's truth. It's not far from the truth. But like. I've been watching a YouTube series called Ask a Mortician. Yes, which is, Ask a Mortician. Which is super interesting. But I'm just like, no, they're just they're just kind of like that. That's just how it is. Oh my god. So, morticians, please write us. Yes, please. <laughs> and tell us whether or not you you have actually eaten your lunch above a cadaver. Because I, I still no, wouldn't I, recommend it. I totally. Wouldn't I, I can absolutely see a lot of morticians doing that. Yeah. But not at a crime scene. No. Right. Yeah. Not at an active crime scene. I'm just going to have this tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> no. You filthy creature, no. <laughs> Keep going. The next day, the fraternity brothers confront Chris and JC, who they believe to be responsible for the previous night's incident. They are then taken in for questioning by the police. <laughs> Based on the testimony of a janitor that witnessed them running out of the university medical center screaming like banshees, they confess to breaking in but deny moving the corpse. That night, the dead medical student rises from his slab and runs into the janitor, who never once said screaming like banshees. (laughs) He said like Screaming like banshees! It's like Charlie Chan just got moved to the 1980s. Well, I mean, the 1980s were Benji. not great for not having racist humor. Oh, wow. God. I mean, I, I mean, there's we admit a... it's there. <laughs> yeah. I will say, there's, one, there's a scene, 
that I have an issue with here, and it's not the racist thing. I also have an issue with that, but we know why. Right. But <laughs> the scene right after that, where the medical student gets up, there's a guy there the whole time. Right. <laughs> the coroner. Yeah. Yeah. And he just doesn't hear any of it. Right. Like the like bare this- feet slapping on the fucking concrete. <laughs> Ninja corpses. Not a thing. No. no. Not not unless we're watching some Night weird of the fucking. Anime. You know what though? Actually, it's it, it, exactly Jeremy. It is Night of the Creeps. <laughs> right. Um, we have testicle monsters and people named after horror movie directors and brain alien slugs. slugs. Completely irrelevant testicle monsters. You could Completely remove them irrelevant. from the film. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. Except then you wouldn't get the weird end scene. The first time I watched this movie, I was like, Which is the I'm... alternate ending, by the way. Wow. Yeah. The first time I, I watched this movie, I was so down because of those aliens. Right. And then, like, nothing. And, and then I'm nothing. like, <laughs> this is about fucking slugs. I don't give a shit about slugs. I want to see these freaking nutsack guys again. Like, I want pink wrinkle purse people. Yeah, there man. No, <laughs> there was no reason to put the aliens in there, aside from a plot device to get the slugs to Earth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it. That's it. And I mean, all you need is that all you need is that falling star moment and that reason. And then, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so now let's talk again about fucking, you know, PST PSTD PSTD cowboy, the cop. Okay. What the hell, dude? You're you've just become the bitter Are you trying to say PTSD? PTSD. Yes. There it is. God damn it. I didn't know. Cuz I was like, happening. what is PSTD? <laughs> Like, I have no idea what this could possibly... And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Bob, Bob has left the conversation. He is in his hoodie. PSTD. P-T-S-T-D. And he was so sure. He said oh, it yeah. like four times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. It's Jeremy, funny. you're the host now. Go ahead. <laughs> no, like, PTSD, dude. Just like, okay, so you've become, like, the world's most perky, depressed cop. And oh just God. angry all the time, yet still perky well, and also get, depressed. We're getting to the depressed part. Ugh. Cynthia Dude. attempts to convince Chris and JC that the attacks are zombie related. I mean, yeah. I loathe zombies. They're shitty writing. And yet that's what this movie I is. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself right now. <laughs> But they are skeptical. When JC sees Cynthia <laughs> leaning on Chris's shoulder, JC leaves the two alone and is attacked by the slugs that emerge from the possessed janitor. After Chris walks Cynthia back to the sorority house, he runs into Detective Cameron, who has overheard their conversation. At his house, Detective Cameron explains to Chris that the escaped lunatic's 1959 victim was his ex-girlfriend and that he secretly hunted down and killed the axe murderer in revenge. <laughs> After Detective Cameron reveals that he buried the body under what is now the sorority house... <laughs> Because why not? He gets a call from that same axe-wielding lunatic has killed the house mother. <laughs> Detective Cameron blows off the corpse's head with a shotgun, which releases more slugs. Okay, so this synopsis is bullshit. Because it skips over so much glorious we know, cheese. We know. So much. We know. I mean... But this is a scene that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. okay. Because when, when the fucking zombie thing is walking back up to the mental hospital, which points A through uh, Q somewhere. Right. I don't know why he would go there. Right? <laughs> why not? 
Why that's not? It, because he escaped from there. That seems like the last place he wants to they, be. Because he wants the crazy brain. Okay, I have four words to explain They're spicy. Night, Night of, of the, the creeps. creeps. Okay. But, because of the practical effects, <laughs> all I could see was any twink entering any costume contest ever. <laughs> because he had sleeves and nothing else, oh and God. then slippers. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. That is every twink in a costume contest. Uh, I well, can get behind that. If, if, it, if it's not sleeves, it's wings. Yeah. <laughs> Glitter and a harness. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, Jesus. So that section of the synopsis skips uh, over so much. Like, like one of Chris's best lines is, so aside from, con- uh, uh, what was it? Oh, aside so aside from, from wanting con- to confess to a murder. Is there any point to the story? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the the, up, the 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 nothing kid the tiny little serious part of the fact that when Chris came to the detect, detective Cameron's house, the the shotgun was under a spotlessly clean bed, mm-hmm. um, and the oven was open and on. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. There's his depression right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean. Yes. Garbage, 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 garbage. Something very serious and poignant. Yeah. Garbage, garbage, garbage. <laughs> he was mid-attempt. L- like finding, like like finding someone's wedding ring at a dump. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna grab my twelve gauge, and all that's under your bed is the twelve gauge in a box of ammo. <laughs> Seriously, no. no. No, that doesn't happen in a single man's life. No, <laughs> there would be tissues under there. <laughs> so many tissues. Just use a shirt. <laughs> or like have a pile of like, you know, washcloths that are specifically right. for that purpose. Sure. I don't make washcloths big enough. <laughs> Hand towels. At a minimum. The oh next night, God, go. while everyone prepares for a formal dance, which was never really explained. No. Well, it, it's just random season, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's rush week. Rush week. Yeah, that so. would do it. Chris finds a but record. But they, they do still do that. Like, girls are getting ready. Boys are getting ready. I expected a musical number. So many 80s titties. I know. <laughs> so many. Where it's just this, like, eyeballs around their nipples. <laughs> yeah. The, the tan lines are god awful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're oh. terrible tan lines. Because of those weird bandeau tops. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. So the next night, Chris finds a recorded message that J.C. posthumously left for him. J.C. says that the slugs have incubated in his brain, but he has discovered that they are susceptible to heat. And this is, that was the best scene for me. That, that recorded message from J.C. was outstanding. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Chris, Chris recruits Detective Cameron, who was in the midst of a suicide attempt, and they retrieve a flamethrower from the... Oh, I guess the suicide attempt was, early, was later. Sorry. Yeah. And they retrieve a flamethrower from the police <laughs> who was staffed by Clubber's uh, manager yeah. from Rocky. Yep. Mm. Dick Miller. Dick yeah. Miller. Also known as Mr. Futterman. Yeah, yep. Mr. Futterman. <laughs> as soon as I saw him, I went, aw. And, <laughs> and remember that he was also the masochist dude in the original Little Shop of Horror. Yes, he so was. He is probably the biggest name in the entire movie. Yeah. He yeah. Really, I mean, you've got Tom Atkins, but Tom Atkins... Did garbage. He just lived off of his mustache. Right. <laughs> I mean, and there are plenty of other guys who would. Yeah. Um, they arrive at the sorority house just as Cynthia breaks up with Brad, who has become possessed. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Yeah. I mean, so bad that it, clearly they had a bad relationship because she doesn't even give him eye contact she even anymore. Look at him. To the point right. that she doesn't even know 
he's a dead motherfucker. Right? <laughs> they did great makeup on him, though. Yeah, that was, that that's was, true. That was very good makeup yeah. on, on he, And that was the only good makeup. <laughs> After killing him, the Beta Fraternity brothers show up, despite having been killed in a bus crash. <laughs> because of zombie dog. Right, of course. Cynthia and Chris team up to destroy the outside zombies, and Detective Cameron clears the house on a spinning disc. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me with this bullshit? <laughs> yeah, they just <laughs> put it on a turntable. <laughs> and there were there were snail tracks going up the side of the walls and then blood splatter. Right. Where yeah. he shot the sna- the slugs. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> uh, after they stop the horde, Chris spots more slugs racing toward the basement. Cynthia explains that a member of the sorority had received had received specimen brains for biology class. And did you notice the small size of the jars? You're not fitting a human yeah. brain in there. No. Well, maybe it's pieces. Yeah. And he was no, because they, she said that they were dissecting them. Yeah, so they later. They would have had to have been whole. True. But they're in Those like are pint brains. jars. I mean, maybe if you just kind of crammed the whole thing in there, it's squishy. I mean, like yeah, but that, then how are you going to get it out? the dissection. Yeah. The same way you get things out of a can. (laughs) (laughs) Cranberry sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Gravy. (laughs) In the basement, they find an enormous pile of slugs and Detective Cameron tape across his mouth, prepping a can of gasoline. So they can't jump in his mouth. That was was brilliant. Brilliant of him. Most people just close their mouth, but sure. (laughs) I mean, but... He might still have to talk, at least with the tape, it's clinging to, desperately to his mustache. Right. So he can, like, even if it comes loose down here, he can still talk. And like, uh, I, I, I love <laughs> the part of that pile of slugs where there's 40 of them moving exactly right. the same in unison. Oh, right. for sure. Synchronized slugs. It, it right. made me think of the, the well scene from Labyrinth where it's all the hands. Yeah. Right? A little bit. Well, Except that was a little more talented. Yeah. Well, obviously. <laughs> They had a bigger budget. Henson wins. Henson always <laughs> Detective Cameron begins counting down as the gasoline splashes, and Chris counts down in sync with him, which was not because Chris not was even much, much much quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Counts down in sync with him as he and Cynthia race out of the house. As Cameron opens up the cat house's gas valve, several slugs leap to attack him. He flicks his lighter, and the house goes up in a fire explosion. Chris and Cynthia share a kiss as they watch the house burn. The movie ends when the dog who caused the bus accident returns and approaches Cynthia. As Cynthia bends down toward it, the dog opens its mouth and a slug jumps out toward her. However, <laughs> I've never seen that ending. I've only seen the alternate ending. That's right. the ending I saw. Which yeah. is where... I've seen both. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure somewhere on my, my Blu-ray I've got mm-hmm. yeah. the, the, original episode, the original ending. Um, but... Uh, Though not shown theatrically upon its original release, the original ending showed Cynthia, Chris and Cynthia standing in front of the burning sorority house with the camera moving to the street where police cars race toward the burning building. The police... And not racing. They're just doodling along. <laughs> <laughs> racing toward the burning building. The police cars raced by the charred and zombified Cameron who is shuffling down the street, still smoking a cigarette, while he... When he suddenly stops and falls to the ground, his head then bursts open with the slugs that incubated inside his brain scamper out and slither toward a nearby cemetery, suggesting the slugs have found new hosts to inhabit. Of course. Searchlights appear from the night sky, revealing the source to be the spaceship from the beginning of the film, thus turning it all back around, with the aliens intending to return their experiment, proposing a sequel. 
Can you even freaking imagine? God, no. <laughs> uh, the unofficial sequel, though, Zombie Town, was marketed in some regions as a sequel, being alternatively titled Night of the Creeps 2 Zombie Town in Germany. Hmm. I'm not watching Zombie Town. I am not either. That, that is not you watch either. more garbage than I do. I'm surprised you don't own Zombie Town. No, 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 no. I'm genuinely surprised I haven't seen it. He makes me watch garbage. <laughs> no, occasionally I will pick some garbage, but like those Jess Franco films, which are delightful garbage, but garbage nonetheless. <laughs> oh, oh my God. This movie. Jesus. It's terrible. It's but awful. it's the best kind of terrible. Mm-hmm. It is right. a it fun really party is. movie. It really oh, yeah, absolutely it is. is. This is one of the few times when someone has intentionally made a bad B-grade horror movie with the intention of being funny. Yeah. And right. succeeded. Yeah. This is fucking hilarious. I will always love this movie. We it's got great. done with this last night and Leon suggested <laughs> we put in uh, Curse of the Queer Wolf. Oh my god. And I'm like, nope. Uh, we've owned it for 12 years and I will not watch the goddamn thing ever. That's I, I all watched you. it with him the last time. So. Oh. I wouldn't watch Slither because I wanted a Slug movie delightful. that was good. <laughs> yeah, Slither is pretty much a remake of this. It really is. Is that... That's the Nathan, one with the Nathan, gun, Fillion? Nathan Fillion. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Which I've not seen. It's a good one. But you probably wouldn't like it because gore and lots of body horror. Yeah. yeah. Like, they all kind of end up melding Yeah, but together. it does have its its humor. It does. Because oh, it's yeah. Nathan oh, yeah. Fillion. The man cannot be serious if you paid him to be. Right. And you would have to pay him double. Right. To be serious. I don't do serious. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. I still really want to know how they cloned Tommy Wiseau for the beginning. <laughs> But, you know. Uh, I, you're talking about the, the coroner, dude? I was talking about the aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> um, <sighs> it, it, it left me with at least one question. I mean, oh. The, right. At, like I said, at least one. What would that question well, be? Well, so at the, end of, at the end of his taped message to, to Chris, uh-huh. JC says, I love you. And the oh, way they that, fucked. The way that oh, they totally fucked. You think? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I would say because yes. the way that they wrote the way that they wrote JC's character came off screamingly gay. Yeah, yeah. Just the, sh- the he was the one that defended himself with humor. Comments. Yeah, he, made me he so was, happy. He was, he was the sassy bitch. gay friend who yes. eventually bangs boy next door. That's that's yeah. just okay. what he was. And, and they <laughs> they did it because they're both horny teenagers. And hey, we share a dorm room. Who's gonna know? Yeah, that dorm room is exactly like the one that I had at Northwest College in Powell, Wyoming. That dorm room for two years. Exactly like a lot of people's dorm rooms because that's probably an actual dorm room. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, it was. I never had a dorm room. Okay. So. Well, dorm rooms. Human petri dishes. Yeah. Right. Oh God, that's that's how they build up America's immunity. That's why education is important, kids. Send them to that dorm room that first year. They'll be immune to everything when they leave. Yeah. If, the, if, the whole, if the Except whole floor has a communal bathroom, even better. Yep. <laughs> then, they, then they learn the pain of Veruca warts. That's... Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have those experiences. No, oh, I had a very unique dorm experience. Planners so. warts. Ah! Oh my I god. A, I lived in an all-guys dorm room, which was not as hot as it you would think. <laughs> um... With the wrestling team and the rodeo team, which still not as hot as you would expect. Um, I don't know. I'm having a hard time picturing that not being hot. The two Mormon wrestlers at the end well, of the hallway yeah. were fucking hot. Delightful. So this movie. Actual uh, college experience, it ain't. No. Fuck no. <laughs> no. I will take your guys' word on it. Yeah. I didn't actually go to college. 
But I, but you just said you had a dorm room. No, 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 no. I know what dorm rooms look like because I was you practically homeless at one point and was living with my girlfriend. Not girlfriend, girlfriend, but girlfriend. Right. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> yeah. No um, shit, really. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, like stayed with her for two months, and and it was a bad situation, like all around. It was just not great. Um, but yeah, we're going to end up in that situation holes. if things were going great. I know. <laughs> I know. But um. No, I, I, anyway, but yeah, those dorm rooms look exactly like that. They are like stark fucking white. You can't do a damn thing to them that isn't permanent. They're right. Like mostly cinder block. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's all very institutional. Yep. So, but, uh, fuck me this movie. No, I, see, I have a hard time with this because it is so bad and I know it's so bad and intellectually it's so fucking bad, but it's just so fucking bad. It's delicious. They made it to be this bad. I know. They, they, they set out to make a big movie and they accomplished and it kills, a goal. It kills me that they did. It, did she do the claws this time? No, no, no. She did, it's, instead of just like tap, tap. No, no, no. Now it's. <laughs> like all the way down. The I'm like, okay. She's flirting. <laughs> She's flirting hard. I like you too, Frito. It's fine. She wants a piece. Oh shit! Oh. I, I'm I, I think that they that they accomplished their goal by setting out to make a B movie and right. and and it was definitely at the highest a B movie. Right. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. It's 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 more along the it lines of a D. Cult status. Yeah, it, yeah, it does. I'm very sad that more people don't know about it. Right. I'm very sad that it didn't do better in the box office. Right. Um, but if it had done better well, in the box office, would it be this good? We'll get would, maybe would 300 it, well, would it people be a cult to hear about it. Would it be the cult classic? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it got a 6.8 out of 10 on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is better than a whole lot of fucking movies we yeah. watch on this thing. Right. Yep. You can just save my picks. It's fine. <laughs> Anything RC picked. Ew. <laughs> I still love you. I still love you too. <laughs> I know. I know what I like. And I didn't hear you bitching Garbage. about "Don't Look Up." Uh, no, "Don't Look Up" was surprisingly good, and it was also the wrong film. It was the wrong film, but that is not related. <laughs> okay, how was it the wrong film? There were two movies with the same name. One was a remake. One was a remake that had nothing to do with the original. Yeah. Then how was it a remake? Exactly. <laughs> it took the basic premise and fucked with it. It took the basic premise of being a movie about the movie that was in the movie. Like the Black <laughs> Christmas reboot they're doing. Yeah. So, Bewitched. Uh, yeah. I see it. The Nicole Kidman Bewitched. Right. Oh, dude. It was, don't. <sighs> it's Will Ferrell. I, didn't, I, didn't, I saw that it was Will Ferrell, and that's, that's why I, I enjoyed the Stepford Wives remake. I, I do, but there are holes the size of Montana in that movie there from all, all of the I love it. I love it regardless of those holes because see, I can point those holes out to people. Because I'll still watch the fuck out of it. I'm not lying. Bewitched, I loved it, but it could have been if somebody had come to me, cast it the exact same way, cast the entire movie, make it a two-hour episode of Bewitched halfway through switch out Will Ferrell for Jim Carrey and go that's right? so clever how much money would it have made so clever it would have right? made billions because it would have been so good and right? just everybody acts like it's been Jim Carrey the entire time right I mean there are two <laughs> actors that nobody they, that are very very polarized you either like them or you hate them mm-hmm. and it, it would have made the tone of the movie the exact same what yeah. movie did they do they did that 
It was unintentional. I'll find it. What, swapping out the, the lead actor? Bewitched, yeah. the TV series. Are no, you talking no, no, about no. with Will Ferrell or just in general? Because there's... Um, are you talking about the one with Jude Law and Johnny Depp and... I think it's that one. Um, oh, the one about... Of Dr. Parnassus. Yes. Yeah. It was Heath and then, Ledger. Yeah, and they and all came the, up yeah. and... And it was, yeah. it was Heath Ledger and... Then there was the Bob Dylan died in the middle. And then they replaced yeah. it with Johnny Depp yeah. in the middle. And like Did it make sense? A bunch of Heath a bunch, yeah. bunch no, no, of Heath's it's the friends same came up. Right. A bunch of Heath's friends said, you know, we'll help finish it. And yeah. so it's like Right. And it's it's just really weird because for a long time you don't notice that it changed and right. then yeah. you do and really? it's a problem. Yeah. It's, it's an weird. acid trip of a movie. Oh yeah, the it's whole movie is an acid trip. It. Would I enjoy it? Probably it's not horror at all. Okay. No, it's not. It's 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 like a it, fantasy. Yeah. It's what? It's, it's a fantasy. fantasy. It's okay. Utter, it's like absurdist fantasy. Okay. Yeah. Almost. It's it's almost like a serious version of like say, um, Douglas Adams. Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's like if Hitchhiker's Guide and Labyrinth had a baby that was then raised by Mirror Mask. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I want to be raised by Mirror Mask. No. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be raised by Mirror Mask. No, no one actually does, actually. However, that version of that Carpenter song. The best version. Oh, yeah. Don't care. Oh, best yeah. version, hands down. We'll listen to it all day. <laughs> yep. Suddenly appear. Every oh, so good. You are me. It's on my iPod, like a couple of times. Like I made sure to copy it, so it comes up more in rotation. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this fucking film. All right, so we're <laughs> we're just rating this shit right now. Uh, before we digress again. <laughs> no, no. Oh my god, I'm making you read that. I'm making you read that out loud. So in one of the group chats that I'm in, somebody just posted a. a thing that says i had a hen who could count her own eggs <sighs> she was a math chicken uh, <laughs> um, that's so just for you max on the, <laughs> why this happened on the off chance that monty listens to this <laughs> you're an asshole <laughs> he knows even if he doesn't listen to this he knows all right so this movie yeah um what i want to say and something else i want to say about this movie before we rate the yeah okay. well i can put it in my rating no you can say that's fine no just the fact that the police station has a uh, flamethrower just a standard issue yeah. was it standard issue no could, he snuck out with it they well, said no, it was a he didn't really sneak out with it but just the fact he didn't that he sneak was able, out with it as much as he put a shotgun in someone's face yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, just the fact that he was like Oh, we need a flamethrower. All right, let's just get in the car and go pick up the, the standard flamethrower that's form? at the police police office. Yeah, and then Dick Miller's just like, oh, the flamethrower. Yeah, sure, man, here, here it is. And I'm like, what police station <laughs> has a flamethrower oh, on standard um, issue? Most of them now, actually. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <sighs> okay. God bless it's America. Insane. No, no, that's... Say it. We've been awful Just all night say long, anyway. Fucked up, man. Well, when you said what fucking police station has a flamethrower just on hand, my immediate response was almost Ferguson, Missouri. <gasps> <And> then, <gasps> oh, 
and a whole bunch of other reasons. Oh, Stephanie. But yeah, that's why I like. You I, killed Stephanie. That's why I like needed a minute she is, like, and then like recovered. Back. On his chair, <laughs> dead. I knew I was gonna be awful. I didn't realize we were getting that awful. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> shit! Ah! <laughs> ah! Fuck! Would you rather me have said Kent State? Like, no! uh, I have. There are options now. Ah! <laughs> there are options now. Oh, the hoodie is back up. Bob has left the podcast again. Fuck this movie! <laughs> wow. I feel like that's another t-shirt that we need to make is fuck just this fuck movie. this movie. You say that like every episode. <laughs> fuck this movie. Unless it's his pick. Curious. <laughs> no, I have picked some bad ones. This I have one done was, this on purpose. This one was his pick because I'm not a real host. <laughs> no, 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 no. This counts as the guest pick and I still get one. Anyway... <laughs> And I already know what we're doing next in it. We already right. talked about this, and it's a good one each. I didn't get a pick as a guest. Yes, you... You came on as a permanent guest host. Hush, you always get a pick. The witch and the stuff? No, the fuck I did oh, not. Wait, you didn't. <laughs> Do we need to bring you back as a guest? No, it's fine. That's, that's what you started with? Yeah. Oh, I was a, I Yeah, I started... So I was really excited, because I was like, yeah, I get to talk about the witch. This is great. And then he was like... We're doing a double feature that day. You can just be on both. And the second one's the stuff. I've never heard of it. This will be fun. <laughs> and then I start, I tried to watch it. And I was like, this is work. <laughs> just to sit through this. Uh-huh. Like. Uh, <laughs> uh, I ended up playing Breath of the Wild for most of it. Like, <laughs> I love this stuff. It's bad. It's so bad. It's, it's so, bad so good. Oh. It made me want to eat a whole tub of marshmallow fluff and then never remember that the movie exists. (laughs) My diabetes would make that happen for me. (laughs) If I ate a whole tub of marshmallow fluff. Wow. (laughs) It would. I'm not even kidding. Are you going to rate the movie? Yes, fine. (laughs) Uh, 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 This fucking movie. Now, it's because it's on the one hand so fucking awful and on the other really fucking brilliant in being fucking awful i just like bring those hands together they're wonderful i it's it's still a middle of the road fucking movie it's not like oscar winner it's not like oh my god you have to see this Do you but think I, yeah <laughs> except for possibly that mustache that's a perfect fucking porn stash right there that is just the epitome <coughs> of 70s stashdom it is the grandparent to the Tom Selleck. There's a reason you hate him so much in creep shows because he doesn't have his fucking mustache. Right? Again, they should have just warped into the future, gotten like CGI technology, put that stash right back on his fucking face. No, because I was terrible with Henry Cavill. <laughs> Which one? So but bad. That would, that would make Henry Cavill, it was Batman vs. Superman? Justice League. Justice, Justice League. League, where they, they CGI'd his mustache out. Yeah, because he had one Google it. It's Mission awful. Impossible. Really? <laughs> yeah, he had one for Mission Impossible. He was so. hot with that mustache. Mm-hmm. Oh, Henry Cavill's hot, period. He really is. I don't even need the face fur, but I like the face fur. Henry, keep it. I, I, I dislike that they that they um, make him shave. Well, it's because it's chest. Superman. Superman is... They didn't make him shave his chest. Yeah, they did. For Superman? Mm-hmm. No, they did not. When he was shirtless in Justice League, he was furless. Or when the parts of him were shirtless. That's might very well be I mean, more CGI. Could be, <laughs> actually, because... Who knows? No, because the first time he showed up, 
when the first Henry Cavill Superman, they showed him shirtless like in Alaska, and he's like covered yeah. in fur. He was. Yeah. And people bitched about it. Uh, whatever. Body hair is a people thing. Are people wrong. have it. Going it back to Dragula, watch episode five of Dragula, Eva Destruction, and just shut the fuck up. Oh my god, that girl. Ooh! What? Yeah, I forgot that was that horrible. <laughs> anyway. It's, it's real bad. Alright, so rating this yeah. fucking movie. People did this. Ooh, the Shrek face. <laughs> Ooh, the Shrek face. Oh, damn. Rating this movie. Alright, yeah. so... No, this is this is a middle of the road movie. It's great when it's on. It's fantastic. Sometimes you need people to remind you of it because it, again, middle of the road. It's this is just a B movie that just happened to get a cult following mm-hmm. um, because it's hilarious. Um, and there's nothing wrong with a cult following. There's absolutely nothing wrong with a cult following. I enjoy cult movies. You know, Pink Flamingos. I made my made my ex watch Pink Flamingos, <laughs> but this was after I made him watch A Dirty Shame. Because the Dirty Shame was out in the theaters. So, oh, okay. I was about to say you chose Dirty Shame first and then Pink Flamingos. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because I, I I didn't own Pink got Flamingos. You. No, I got time. you. I got so you. made him watch made him watch Dirty Shame, and he left that going. I need to bleach my eyeballs now. Right. I'm like, oh, honey, oh, hold please. <laughs> I don't drink anymore. Hold my large diet soda. <laughs> hold it. For a minute, at a yard sale, I found a VHS copy of Pink Flamingos. Oh. Every part of that sentence was incredible. And then I'm like, <laughs> "You're gonna watch this with me. You're not allowed to get up. If I and, have to strap you down, throw to up at the know. same time." Divine, you does. are. You absolutely are. Well, no, she didn't throw up in that movie. Not in the movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just after the movie. Just after the movie. <laughs> just. <laughs> blech, blech. So now, remember, kids. That my ex is the reason I have my PA. <laughs> have I told you that story yet? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Did I tell you I finally watched the movie The Witches? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The Angelica Houston? The Angelica mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Never, you of all I, people. I have never seen it before like three weeks ago. Oh, my God. Um, and there's a point. Mm-hmm. So when they move back to England, mm-hmm. and he, the kid's playing up in the, the treehouse. Mm-hmm. And the, the the witch comes up and talks to him. Uh-huh. I looked at the screen and I went, Crowley, get away from that kid. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the room went, Oh my fucking god. Because <laughs> it was it was Crowley. It was fucking yeah. Crowley. You'll have to watch it again because it's yep. Crowley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll never have, be able to watch it again without seeing Crowley. I have to say I'm looking forward to that reboot as well. Yeah. Because they can't Anne make Hathaway. it worse. They can't make it worse and Anne Hathaway is and underrated with her comedy. In the Angelica Houston role? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Shut your fucking head. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm serious. <laughs> I love Anne Hathaway so freaking much. Oh, yeah. She's going to be does. She's a fucking She was outstanding. Outstanding in Ocean's 8. I know she was. She was yes. so good. I was not expecting it at all. Right? <laughs> well, because we don't... We don't... I Expect she, her to play dumb anymore. Well, yeah. And, like... I don't know why I I don't go, oh, Anne Hathaway, of course, for the things. Because I will tell anyone who will listen that watching I Dreamed a Dream is a masterclass in musical right? theater. Girl. It's one shot. I know. It just, that's yeah. what you need to do, everyone. That's what you yep. need to aspire to. That's that's yeah. what will get you every single award on face of this fucking planet. Exactly. That woman has not aged 
No, no she has not. She, Since she did the Princess Diaries, no. she has not aged a minute. She drank the potion. Yeah. She drank that fucking potion. Well, I mean, the biggest way to, to not age is befriend the gays. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. And not be problematic. Hey, no. that's yeah. it. And, and not be problematic. <laughs> Don't be a douche and befriend the gays. Unlike yeah. this movie, which gets three out of five Tom Atkins mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? I don't have a whole lot to say about this movie. It's older than I am. It's fun. It is. It is. I hate him so much. It is. It is definitely a party movie. Um, I highly recommend it for any of your Halloween parties because it will be a hit. Get drunk, eat something, watch this nonsense. Um, I am going to be giving it two and a half. Wait, I had something for this. Oh, that's what it was. I'm giving it two and a half out of five. PSTD cops. <laughs> wow. PSTD. That's when the scarring happens. Oh. oh. You brought it on yourselves. Go. That, yeah, that's. <laughs> that's when the pus pockets start to seep. That's what mm. the P is. <laughs> okay. Um, what do I have to say about this movie? I so very much. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a cult. It, like if you if you are a fan of anything B horror, anything um 50s sci-fi, anything that is 80s garbage. I mean, it's it's got something for every single person. Whether you like horror or not, Jeremy is clearly like, I'm a, so sure. is proof of that. Yeah. You know, um it has something for everybody, which is why it's such a good party movie. And yeah, you know, Tom Atkins is a star in his own right. Mustache alone. Is he? Is he, <laughs> he is. is. That he? mustache. Really, is he? That mustache has gotten him so that far. Mustache. Uh, and yeah, I would recommend anybody getting a couple people together with some drinks and popping this on and having right. a good time. Right. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if you get smashed and you aren't even tracking what's happening on screen anymore. It doesn't matter if you leave to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. for 30 minutes this and you come back. This is the ultimate stoned munchies movie. For like, sure. Like it you is. start the movie, you order your pizza, you start with the chips and dip and then by the time the middle of the movie comes around, you're ready for that pizza. It's at the door. You're getting, you're good to go. Yeah. Like it's, it's just a nice little social gathering movie. I will give it, I think I'm going to go with RC on this and say 2.5 out of five pineapple drinks on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy, what is your rating? Sir? It was, I have to credit, like I said, my friend Zach for giving me this movie in my world. Mm -hmm. Um, It is terrible. (laughs) Um, And the best way to watch this movie after you've seen it a couple of times is to watch it with people who haven't. Yes. And yeah. watch them. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> last night, my friend Jen was losing her damn mind. And she's like, what the shit is this? <laughs> no! <laughs> I did that exact thing with Monkey Shines at one of Chris oh, and James's parties. God. I made everybody watch it. You're an asshole. <laughs> hey, I've said it before. It, it's like Monkey Shines or Audition is my thing to show people. It just depends <laughs> on where you are on the horror scale. Yeah. No. Yeah. <clears throat> um... There's nobody in this movie. I mean, you've got bit players who are fantastic. Right. Um, and you'll recognize three or four people in it. Right. And, and, but you'll recognize nobody else. And that's kind of what makes the movie awesome. 
I mean, much like Happy Death Day. There's right. nobody in Happy Death Day. And that movie was fucking brilliant. Right. Um, which shocks everybody I know that I say that. <laughs> Every single person. I fucking love Happy Death Day. Uh, it was fucking so love good. It. Um, I don't even think I can go as high as two and a half. <laughs> um, but, you know, get the movie, watch it with your friends. It's worth owning the, the Blu-ray. They put out a second Blu-ray and I really am not going to buy it. Um, there's more special features. Why? How many fucking special oh. features does this movie need? The special features are longer than the damn movie. Good lord. And they're better production hey. value. But the production value is good on the movie. Right. Um, I'm yeah. a sucker for a special feature. You are. Yeah, featurettes are my... Uh, I love to live for those. Yeah. I don't know if there's blooper reels and there really needs to fucking be blooper reels. <laughs> cool. How many times do they fuck up saying thrill me? Uh, yeah, I'm not... I, I can't... Uh, no, I can't go two and a half because it's a good... It's a good... Uh, it's a good middle of the road movie. And to, to watch your friends watch the movie for the first time is the best thing but ever. But two and a half what? I don't know yet. I'm thinking... Um, oh, stalling. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Two and a half dancing slugs. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which will turn into three dancing slugs because they regenerate. Yep. <laughs> Delightful. Delightful. Just don't bust out the axe. It's fine. Right. So, on, on that note, kids, if you have questions, concerns, want to lay eggs in our brain, much like this fucking movie, email us at bobcandycodedrazor.com. You can hit us on the website at candycodedrazor.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash candycodedrazorblades. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash candycodedrazor. And you can find us on Instagram at ccrb underscore podcast. Who's next? I'm... <laughs> Sorry, I just... I'll show that later. Um, <laughs> it's fun, but it's not that fun. Um, <laughs> I'm Mercy. You can come talk to me on our Discord. Talk to me about other movies that are older than I am. I'm going to keep saying it because it makes you me are. angry. Um, come talk to me about other B-Horror movies because Lord knows I love them uh, more than probably everyone else here. Not this one specifically, just B-Horror <laughs> movies in general. And I'm Stephanie. You can find me pretty much anywhere with Stephanie Hayslip or Night Pet with a Y instead of an I. Post lots of pictures of my cats. Um, <laughs> I do, though. It's true. And you know it. Um, check out my writings on fangirlnation.com. And if you are in Columbus, I'm doing Sweeney Todd at Mansfield Renaissance Theater in the first two weekends of October. And we might be adding shows because it's mm-hmm. settling so well. Woohoo! Well, congrats for that. Thank you very much. I got nowhere to look. <laughs> I mean, I'm out there, but yeah, I'm Jeremy. Is yeah, Jeremy. I'm Jeremy. Jeremy's Jeremy. I'm Disney and musicals. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so are we. Right. We yeah, just but, happen to be like Legend of Sleepy Hollow kids. I mean, Black Cauldron, great. Watcher of the Woods, Maleficent. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow was a great. Sleepy Hollow was fantastic, and actually, it was a, a short. There's not a full. Johnny Depp one? No, the no, Disney one. Oh, Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking Sleeping Hollow Disney. We were talking all Disney all the time. I mean, I've, seen <laughs> all, I've not seen the Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron's good. Because it's terrible because I read the books first. And oh, you can't okay. Fuck that. No, oh my god. No. I'm going to wash that out of my head with the rest of the fucking Dark Phoenix. Bye. 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 Bye.